Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Palm readings. I was surprised because I've been doing palm readings on my Instagram stories. And I want to discuss that with my red, blue aura husband here, Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. So palm readings. Here's my little like... I don't know, preface on them. Okay. Um, when I was, when I was, I don't know, in some lull in life or something, I'm like, I was always interested in palm lines and palmistry and whatnot, but it's a lot to learn and you have to kind of use what resonates you with you to do it correctly. And so I, I picked it up maybe a couple of years ago and, and I, I got like a bunch of books on it and whatnot. And there's so many ways to interpret the lines on the palm. Is it real? I mean, it's a pseudoscience. So, like, it's real, and there's, like, a ton of logic if you believe lines on the palm mean anything first. Like, if you believe the lines on your palm mean something, then there's, like, a ton of logic that goes with it that can explain that to you. Does that make sense? I guess. I mean, that would be kind of, like, same as, like, astrology. It's like astrology. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you believe it matters when the planets, where they were placed the moment you were born, have something to do with your life, then there's a ton of logic and pseudoscience to make it make sense. Right. So that's the thing. But but, but I assume when you're doing it... Yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, anyone, I guess, could go... Anybody can. ...look at the lines. Yeah, I encourage people to. It's fun. Yeah. But I assume there's some, like, some your psychic senses kind of chime in. Yes. And just, like, I think... Like, I can't read a palm. I mean, you can because the lines, like, mean certain things if they go certain ways. Right. There's, like I said, like, there's logic that goes with it that you can look up. But what I do is when I... Like over the years, because I used to do palm readings. Like yeah. I don't do them anymore. They used to be on my website. Yeah, like, that used to be a, a service you can get. Yeah, and yeah. people always loved them. Yeah, but they were like a lot of work because I had to like use technology to draw on the right, hands, right. and I just got like really sick of it. Yeah. Like honestly, and it wasn't fun for me anymore. But I do them on my stories now. But like people got so excited to see what was on their palm, and it's fun for me too. Like I, I like to look at them in person and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I realized was. Um, yeah, like some things make sense and some things don't. And you have to cross-reference it with the person you're reading. So like, you know, if I'm, I'm holding someone's hand, but that's just me because I'll look at someone's aura and be like, oh, this makes sense because you're a purple or this makes sense right. because you're yellow or whatever. See, for me, like I always go back to the aura stuff because that's very real to me. Right. And I believe that it's like a sense. So I believe that over everything. But like, so the thing with palmistry is, is that a lot of the stuff that you read is very scary. Like, and because a lot, it's such an ancient practice Mm -hmm. that the way you can like interpret some of the lines and the way like things were written and researched and said, like are awful and really, really scary. Yeah. Like your lifeline. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like just certain things like, oh, you'll end up alone or lonely. Like there's so much (laughs) like that. That's like, so you have to take it with a grain of salt when you kind of research it. I mean, I don't don't even know if you know this, but I actually got my palm read once. Where, Where? Long time ago. Did you really? Erie County Fair. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, did I, ever t- I don't even think I you told know, you. No, you never did. And I, you know, I gave the lady my palm. Yeah. And she she saw, like, there was, like, a little hook. Like, I got this little hook at the a end hook? of one of my lines or whatever. Right. And she told me that I was going to, one day I was going to be, like, a great fisherman. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. You had the and, fisherman's hook. Yeah. You know, like a, I think that's what she called it. Like, she I called it the fisherman's the hook. Fisherman's hook. And, <laughs> you know, I, and first of all, I don't fish at all. You don't? No, I'm not. I don't fish. I'm not a fisherman. I don't like killing fish. I don't like hooking yeah, fish. Yeah, you don't like hurting things. I feel bad when the fish is all flopping on the end of the line. I know. That's not you. Um, 
so she told me I was going to be this great, great fisherman. And I think she even said like one of my lines was like a shark line. Oh, that a shark gonna, line. That I'm going to catch a shark. You're going to catch a shark or yeah. get eaten by it? I don't Oh. Oh. I, I took it as I was going to ca- catch the uh-huh. shark because I was a great fisherman. But maybe the great fisherman is going to get eaten by the I've great shark. I've never heard of the fisherman's hook. But my dad went to yeah. a palm reader at the same Erie County Fair. And yeah. she knew he had two kids. Really? Yeah. Were you and Emily no, standing we beside him? No, we weren't. No, he went alone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but like, you can go. Like, I mean, when we went to New Orleans that one time, like, they're everywhere. Like, yeah. they, like, give me your palm, and they can say, like, yeah. but you have to take it with a grain of salt. You really do, because yeah. sometimes it can be very scary the stuff they say. Now, I have never read your palm, Scott. Right? Never. No. Oh, yeah, and, and a big question is left or right. Like, do you read? That's a big question I get. And uh, no. There's various. What? Are, are you asking me if I read? No. Oh. You don't read? No, I don't. You're not literate? No, I'm not literate. You're not palm literate. No. But um, people say, like, right hand or left hand, like, which do you read? And they off, there's various, I mean, that's the thing with these things. It's not, like, a real science. So, like, there's conflicting. But the one I go with was the left is what, like, you're given, and the mm-hmm. right is what you do with it. So I always look at the right hand on people. Oh, okay. But it's all conflicting. Like, you could probably find something else that says yeah. something different. But anyways, I, I'm going to look at your right hand. All right. So I just want to tell you yeah. that you told me that you were going to be reading my palm yes. for this segment. Yeah. And I did some pre-rituals for the, the reading. Like what? <laughs> well, I, I wash my hands very well. So, like, they, they're very clean. Mm-hmm. They're very sparkly. Uh, I got, like, all, like, there's, like, some dirt and grime in there yeah. in the lines, I thought. Like, I don't know what that was. Uh, so, I did all that. Yeah. I got some, you know, I prepared. I got some wart remover just in, just in case. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, you did all yeah, this. Yes, okay. I had a, a well, few keep... calluses that I kind of, like, kind of used one of those uh, scrub brushes to get out. Mm-hmm. So, it's really going to be, sh- when you look at this hand, yeah. like, you, you could eat off it. Then okay. It, yeah. And I also the corona thing, so sanitation. Oh, yeah. No, thank yeah. you for your sanitized yeah. hand. Okay, so my hand is and ready. And because of the coronavirus, like, CDC guidelines probably do not yeah. allow us There's to There's only one problem. This. I did it with my left hand, not my right. Oh. So the right's still dirty. Okay, well, I need your right hand. All right. Here it is. So, okay. Well, this kind of sucks because... What? Wait, 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 am I a fisherman? <laughs> All right. The problem is, is like, like, I'm married to you. So, like, you know, your fate is my fate. And you don't have a fate line. What does that mean? So, by the way, I will put this on my stories. You know what I'm talking about. You're going to put my hand? Yeah, I'll put a picture of this on my stories. Okay. And then if it's not, like, if you're listening to it, like, it'll be on my highlights of my stories on Instagram. Okay. So, like, people know. So, you can look at it while you're listening to this. Right. But you have no fate line. So, the fate line is, like, a line that runs. That's not good. Like, straight up down your palm. It, like, the best fate line is supposed to start at the wrist and go all the way to your middle oh. finger. And you just have, like, a broken, sad-looking one. So, what? wait, wait. What does it even mean, the fate line? So a fate line is important because it has to do with, like, your job and your career and things like that. And basically, like, if you don't have a fate line, it means that you have to make your own destiny with everything oh. you do. It's just everything's harder in life. Okay. And well, also, that, well, that's what I've been doing. I know. It's like it's kind of connotes struggle. Okay. Which makes sense for you. Uh, you know what? I don't mind the struggle. You don't mind it? No. It's like breaking snow. That's what I, like, what if you don't have a fate line, life, okay. your life is like, I mean, if you live somewhere snowy, you know what I'm talking about. Like when you have to walk home from, like when you had to right. walk home from school and nothing was paved, like mm-hmm. that, like, or nothing was shoveled. Like you have to like trek through it. You always have to make your own path. Okay. It's like always like pushing, pushing, pushing through life. So right now am I, I'm trying to make the fate, like will the, will the line appear so on my hand question. if I do it? A lot of people ask me, do your lines change? Yeah. And 
And I've noticed on my own palm in the several years I've been doing this, I feel like my lines have changed a little bit. But okay. there are quite, yeah, I, I, your lines can change. It depends, like, So basically you what you're telling me right here yeah. is I have no fate line. You have no fate line. Thus, I have to make a fate, like, in essence, make the fate line. You have to line. make your own fate. Like, like Make it, your own magic. Like, you that have to make thing? your own magic. Yes. I, you know what? I'm okay with that because, like, if something's just, like, handed to you easy, it's not as much fun. But... Right? Is that kind of what you mean? Well, yeah. And also it means that you never really, like, cared so much to please anybody to, like, do a certain career or you're not, like, attached. Because it also can show, like, because it's not touching the lifeline at all, your fate line. So your lifeline has a lot to do with just the quality of life and also sometimes family attachments. So your fate line's not attached to your lifeline at all, meaning you don't care what they think. Hmm. That's good. <laughs> All right, so that's good. Like some people's fate lines come out of their okay. lifeline. Where is the I am going to win the lottery line? Oh my god! So you do have a lucky triangle. Yes, I have that line. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have, and this will be really interesting for okay. you guys to look online. There's something like look on my pictures because I'll put it on here because some people have it. Right. Because well, there's this is you want the good news first or the bad news? Give me the good. Give the me good the, news is yeah. okay. So you have. Like where your heart line is okay. and your life line, but right. then you have something called a health line. So it, it makes a triangle on your palm. Is that And good? that's called the lucky triangle. Maybe that's... Because you have a health line there and it's thought to be very auspicious. And the bigger the triangle is, the greater luck you'll enjoy. Maybe that is the Bermuda Triangle, and that's what the lady was telling me that I was a fisherman. Fisherman. Mm-hmm. Well, when I met you, um, I remember one of your friends told me like, that Scotty, he has a a horseshoe up his ass. Okay. I remember one of your, Nigel told me that. Yeah. That you were always, so like things always just worked out for you. And you could tell he had like a chip on his shoulder about that. But you are somebody who like, I don't know, like things kind of will fall in your lap sometimes. Sometimes. Right. Sometimes. But uh, if I'm working on it with my fate line. But so you I want, kinda like... But there's the bad news is you have a health line. Ew. And sometimes it's not good the absence line? of a health line means healthy life. And right. the presence of a health line means unhealthy life. I've been pretty healthy. I know. But then yours is kind of like um, shows up because on every line there's mm-hmm. like like the, what is it? Like the closer it is to your fingers yeah. means like the older you are. So it shows up kind of like around your 40s up, yeah. which can mean like from... Zero to 40, you've been good. Right. And then like 40 up, there can be like issues. So I'm falling apart, you're saying? That's what it shows. Dear God. (laughs) Seriously? That's where palmistry gets scary Uh, because it basically says... I'm going back to the fisherman lady. Yeah. (laughs) At least she told me I was going to be a fisherman. I'm not going to be dying in the next two years. But it doesn't touch your your lifeline, which is good. So just basically... Um, But yeah, it means like bad health. Now, the other thing is... The origin of your fate line. So like where it starts. Now yours starts kind of like at the base of the wrist a little bit, um, which means like self-reliance and like resourcefulness, which is truly you. And that like your, yeah, like again, your family connections aren't dependent like on your career. Like nobody got you I mean, you had me dying off in a year or two. (laughs) What does this all matter anyway? And also like career choices are made by chance. (laughs) You know... I came in here very Yours upbeat very and negative. happy today. You got like you know, a bad palm reading. You know, I hear all these stories about how people come to you and, and they love like, you and they hear these great super stories. Super broken. And this is what I get. Also, your palm's like super duper broken, like your fate line. Yeah. Your fate line concerns me. What does that mean? It's just, it's it's got this like 
It's got like a fork on the end of it. What? Which traditionally means like at the end of your life, you'll join a monastery. That's uh, that's truly what a fork on the end of your lifeline means. So you're telling me at some point <laughs> in my 40s, because my life's almost over because my health line's gone <laughs> to crap, that somewhere in my 40s, I'm going to become a Buddhist monk? Yeah, you're like your health will fail and you'll join some sort of monastery. Okay. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about not having to go to Bali and Thailand? <laughs> That, have a spiritual, and, but if you took like the three hundred, four hundred, five thousand years of palmistry, right. and like you were like, okay, how do I make the monastery thing make sense okay. now? It might just mean you're more spiritual now, as you get older. What if I just, you know, I chop off my hand, throw another one on there? Oh my gosh! Could I do that? Would that help me out? Yeah, that's a good question. What happens if you don't have? Yeah, a hand? I'm Luke Skywalker. What if, what if you right? don't yeah. have a hand? What if I'm Luke? Yeah. What about amputees? Yeah. How does this apply to them? Okay. You're always thinking. Yeah. yeah, I'm always thinking. Huh. So there's your palm reading. That was a wonderful palm reading. <laughs> Have a nice day. Um, <laughs> you know, I really prepared for this. I cleaned it and everything, washed it. You're welcome. I was, you know, I was more worried that you my palm was going to. I, I was more worried. Honestly, I'm going to tell the truth right now. Yeah. And I was more worried that my palm was going to tell you some stories. Oh no, psychic stories that you can get from it. Nothing well, like that. Happened, you're left-handed, so your right-handed wouldn't be telling me so much. If you know what I mean. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. That's fair. So I take carny rates for the palm reading. Yeah, so, so that'll be 10 bucks. Thanks. Th- yeah. <laughs> wow. So I'll take it on I, Amazon. I mean, box. I'm so depressed right now. I can't even go on. I, that's why you, that's what I'm saying. Like the problem with the palmistry is like, because all the, the logic was written like thousands of years ago. Like it's yeah. very negative. Okay. And everybody did die at 40, like, That's so true. have like okay. some sort of disease. So like back then it was easy to be like, and you'll die of disease. Okay. Like, cause yeah, like so 500 years ago, totally. You've totally depressed me. Sorry. <laughs> thankfully we have an amazing guest today. Yes. Could you tell us a little bit about the uh, guest we have? So we have Sarah Rice from the real world and road rules. Um, well, the challenges and all, she was on like a ton of challenges and she was on yeah. real world Brooklyn. And she's also the host of the brain candy podcast. So she's a co-host with Susie Meister and it's a really cool podcast. So let's talk to her. All right. Hey guys, I am here with somebody that I'm quite excited to be with. Um, Sarah Rice. You may know her from MTV's the real world Brooklyn season. Woo! Yeah. And she's been on like, Oh my gosh, so many of the challenges, um, like ruins and fresh meat and cutthroat and like so many. And she, you won a bunch of them, didn't you? Like I did. I won. <laughs> well, I technically, I won first place twice, even though I only got paid for it once. I re- yeah, I remember that. The old partner stole my money thing. I'm like very stressed out about that in my life for like a, a week. lot of people were. Yeah. A lot of people were for longer than I was, I think. And they're like still worried about it. I'm, I'm like, still it's triggered. I, I, it's, it's a thing. And you also are a smarty, like, because you have your master's in marriage and family therapy. Yes, I do. And you're the co host with Susie Meister of the Brain Candy podcast, which is. Yes. All things like intellectual and like pop culture, like mashed up together. Yeah. And your yellow and purple, your aura, and like all my yellows are going to be happy because I don't always have a ton of yellows on here. So this is like a big day for the yellows. <laughs> oh, I love this already. Oh my gosh. Well, that sounds so cool. Yeah. So, okay. So I have to ask you first. I've always been drawn. So 
back back it up a little because I see colors around people. Like reality TV has always been like my thing. Like even from like a young age. So your like all the real worlds, your season, like all the challenges. Like I was always so drawn to them. And I have this theory. And please, because you were on for like when did you? Because you were like what was it, like two thousand nine? Was like when was the real yeah, world? Yeah, actually, yes, yes. Oh, God, okay, you're good. I remember and. You were on for, like, just up until, like, a few years ago, right? Like, yes. consistently? Yeah. Okay. And it's crazy because I see that show as everybody's just a little bit more, okay, a lot more authentically portraying themselves, like, energetically than I see in, like, I don't know, like, let's say, like, other reality friends. Yes. Is that a, is, yes. What, is, what is that? I, I completely and 100% agree okay. with you. It's so interesting because it is more... Like, I will always say when people ask me, is your show scripted, that... Absolutely not, yeah. but I can't speak for all reality TV shows. That's yeah. my answer because I watch them and I'm like, that seems kind of manufactured or at mm-hmm. least like they'll take the same scene and maybe recreate it. But I, I was so me and nobody ever told me what to say or what to do. So, I mean, maybe it's different now. I, well, I don't think it is. Actually, I know it's not. But yeah, yeah it's just and, us being and, really real. Yeah, and I always appreciated that about the show because I, you know, I see things with the aura colors and it's just kind of more like, I can tell if people are holding back or if something's just, you know, I like, love this. but it's yes. alive. You read, you, you're very intuitive. Can I just tell you, I am getting such like, like goosebumpy university <laughs> chills all over from you. And I had like, like little, I didn't even see your picture before at anything. Yeah. And I just like get the most warm fuzzies from you. I can't oh even God. tell you. That makes me so happy. Cause that's what I try it's to so do. True. I, try I can to, feel like, it. I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. I'm, I'm like, I'm like feeling like, like my cheeks are like, I can't stop smiling. What's the that deal? That makes me so happy. Well, I like in my work, I try to like step into people like, you know, politely, but like energetically, you know, like I have boundaries. So like, but like, but with you, I love, okay. So I just got, you're yellow purple, but you're yellow. I, I feel like you're the type of person and like, correct me if I'm wrong. It's just the way that your yellow is, is it's kind of like we'll act like a protective layer or something and i feel Mm. like you'll use that first like that's how i feel like you step into things but you're a quick read on people that's your purple that's like your intuitive so i feel like it i call it like the scan like some people do scans and i can feel like and i feel like every time you meet somebody you do a quick scan and i don't know what like you would call it yourself but i feel like it's your your it's an energy scan like you're reading them and i and then when people let them in or not, I mean, and I feel like you're good at being friendly, but not letting people in. And then you're also good at being like, ride or die. So that's yeah. just, Aww. you know, sweet. I love that. <laughs> but I, but I always liked you on the challenges because you were very um, authentic. Like this is exa- like direct and like honest, but also warm. You know? So there was, I think like as a friend, like just who you are as a person, you're somebody who you'll hear anything like non-judgmentally, but also like, don't ask me my opinion if you want the truth. Because <laughs> I, I do. I the- say that to Susie. I go, okay, well, do you want friend Sarah? Do you want therapist Sarah? Because I'll give you the real answer if you want it. Okay. And I'm like so honest, almost to a fault. Like, like, and, and I cannot be yeah, like a liar. Like I can't be false and so that is right. very accurate but yes. that's that's the yellow purple thing because like you feel it and then you also like i feel like you want to scaffold it so like here mm-hmm. let me just logically put this out to you so you can mm-hmm. understand what i'm saying but, like with okay so back 
like stuff like how do you feel like you were able to compartmentalize during that because they put you guys in such high stress situations and mm. what like how do you do that like energetic like just as a person you know what i knew that it is all energy and that is mm-hmm. it that you can really that the we have the power to kind of create our own reality based on the messages that we uh like send uh that we like send ourselves and yes. um you know sorry I got just got a text from a client so I looked oh, up so- and I was like oh what's that <laughs> um so uh 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 as I was saying so for example I a lot of people get up there and they're like oh my god I'm terrified I'm terrified I'm terrified rather than sticking and with that terrified narrative I would mm-hmm. try to transform that into yes. I'm just really excited because it's the same physiological feeling being excited or terrified. We just like label them different. It's like a rapid heart rate, a, you know, sweaty palms, like getting really, you know, jittery or nervous. You can say that that's what, how you feel before you jump out of an airplane or on a first date or, you know, yes. so, and so it's really just how we label them. And so yes. I worked really hard to label things as positive events, label things as learning experiences, label things as me being excited. And that helped me kind of survive. Label things as being not difficult, just mm-hmm. like a, a test of your strength. And so I would just do, I talk to myself so much like there is footage of me on my very first challenge saying oh what did i i had a mantra that i was like walking over this board yeah, that is like, so yellow yeah like my 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 mind is like strong and or like my body is strong and supple my mind is pure and clear my body is strong and supple my mind is pure and clear and i would like say over and over they looked at me like this chick is crazy but i was consistent in all 10 seasons of doing this it worked stuff. for you i love that like, it know, worked that's growth you know the growth mindset like i can grow i can but that, oh that's it is huge. so funny you say that everybody from my program was always like growth mindset over here <laughs> growth mindset over here and not very many people know that phrase so that is funny you say that yes. it's true. i learned it because when my daughter was in third grade this is so funny um the teacher sent home a growth mindset uh worksheet and it's like one of these things you're supposed to throw out but I was like oh this is brilliant and it was written for like a third grader but I'm like that's what we're supposed to do growth mindset and uh, but that's manifestation that's like how you manifest uh your life um but yeah I noticed that yellows tend to be good at that anyways like they you know like self-help or self-improvement or like how do I take this and transmute the energy to something positive so that's really cool how I love that I like that too you're you're so cool okay so like how (laughs) these are like truly fan questions for a minute before I get into anything else like okay how social media when you first started like what it was like what facebook maybe like yeah there was the only thing it was so (laughs) weird when we first started the the whole social media thing was just starting and mtv tried to do their own version of like an online social media platform that was called like fan fans to something or like okay i don't know what it was but it was where we could all have like profiles and interact with fans. And that mm-hmm. lasted all of like a second. Yeah. And they tried to tell us like, oh, we want you to go in there and be active. And I was right in that like moment before Twitter and Instagram and all that blew up. Yes. So yeah, in a weird way, I kind of had to learn yeah. how to do that. 
and it wasn't at all a part of how I wa- like got on the show or right. how like and it's just so interesting to see now that that's such yes. a big part of of everything. Like you I'm not can, good at it. <laughs> well, I yeah, I feel like that's a th- like now you can go on one of these shows and all of a sudden you're like Twitter, Instagram famous, you know, making a living that way or whatever yes. and you're on yes. for like one season. Or and yeah. um I just find it but it's also there's like the backlash, like there's a lot of trolls and there's like a lot of other things oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I can imagine like how that must shape people. Like you truly went on for the experience, you know? And I feel like now people have like maybe more than one reason to go on these things. Yes. I would agree with that. You know, and I didn't, there wasn't the possibility, you know, we knew that people, you know, would do, uh, uh, you know, like bar crawls or like, you know, uh, uh, you know, Cancun or spring break and things yeah. like that. And I knew that I was not that person. I knew right. that they weren't going to like, I'm, I'm like the one who's like on the bar being like, C- make sure you have a designated driver. <laughs> like nobody wants to invite me to any mom. bar. Like, yes. I'm, I'm like your that. keys away and I don't yes. care if you're mad at me. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, make sure you're switching up between drinks and water. You know, like, so nobody wants to invite me to those things. So I knew that wasn't the, and so I didn't see any sort of potential for success through just being like me as Sarah from the real world without other stuff. So, I mean, I, like, I thought it would be a great platform to, uh, you know, spread messages about the social causes that matter to me. Mm -hmm. And it was more like a a way I looked at the real world is, oh my gosh, this is going to be so great. I'm going to be able to have access to jobs in field, like, when I got to work uh, at the center, the LGBTQ center, well, it wasn't yeah. a few at that, but LGBT center uh, in New York City, um, I was like, man, I got this job and I'm teaching an art therapy class and I would never get this. And yeah. now looking back, I could, there, it, I hate that I called it even art therapy because legally I w- did not have the qualifications to do that. <laughs> <right>. More like, <laughs> you know, art with a, with a therapeutic you know, whatever. Yeah, like but we they were gave painting. me these great... Yeah. Yes, yeah. right. We were painting and talking <laughs> right. about feelings with no training behind it. But they gave me this great platform to do that. So, you know, I looked at it as, as like success in, in, in using that to kind of get into doors that maybe I wasn't able to get into before. And yeah. I do see that now people are just like, but good for them. It's like they're capitalizing on it. And, yeah. you know... I think it's cool. I just like the way that it used to be. Like, as I age myself and I'm like, the real world. I'm like, the way that it used to be, it's like, yeah, people went on because they did want to make a difference. And there were like a lot of passion. I'm sure there's like exceptions to that. But like, you would see like a lot of people with just like actual (laughs) life passion. And it's like, now you don't know. And I mean, just like all the shows you watch, it's like, are they there for the right reasons or whatever? And it's like, you know, maybe not, (laughs) probably not. Um, but yeah, like just, I just remember like that always drew me to MTV stuff because it was so flipping, um, authentic and raw and like vulnerable. And, um, for me, like growing up, not having, I guess, like contexts to uh, showcase all the complicated emotions I had. Like, mm. it was interesting to see everybody playing out there so just truthfully on television. And I 
that's why I always had like a lot of respect for that series and, and whatnot. And it was funny too. And it was interesting, but yes, then the, the yes. challenges always seem really mean. Like I, <laughs> and they stress me out. Cause like they do turn you on each other and, and, yes, that's they do. Be, and, and then they make you live with each other. And it's just it's awful. <laughs> how, it's much, a nightmare. how much did the edit affect you? Like, was there a lot with that or not really? Not me, like me, not mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. I got to say, I, right. I, I have no problem. I mean, like, yeah. but I wasn't going on there doing dumb shit. And right. if I were, they, they didn't, certainly didn't catch all of it or didn't choose to air it. But, you know, that was kind of, that kind of fit with who they, I was just lucky in who they, they decided I was, you know. Right. I like that. And they kept with that image. And yeah, they, they, be the nice guy. Yeah, so. that's good. I like that. What? Okay, so now moving forward. You have the podcast, like you've yes. been vocal about what you've been going through in your own life and whatnot. Yes, um, yes. What, like, so what, it, what does it look like for you now? Like, you're, are you ever, would you ever do another challenge again? No, I definitely <laughs> could not do, right. especially now that they're making them live in bunkers and things like that. That's not for <laughs> I me. I saw that. It's very and stressful. I just can't physically compete, you know? Yeah. I'm like not in the same place. It's funny. I live in the same building as Corey on the challenge. Oh, my God. And I ran into him all the time. I just ran into him in the hall this morning. And we were saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I it, as soon as, like, the gym's open, uh, you know, I you know, I really can't wait for it to be open. He's like, yeah, we should go do, like, a session at the gym. And I, I was like, oh, my God. Listen, buddy, we used to do that, like, <laughs> right. on the challenge. But this old broad is not... <laughs> lifted away. You're so not old. And well, <laughs> compared to those girls on the challenge who are like right. just like jacked in there, I'm like I can't I can't do that. Like, I'm, I'm like back in the day when the challenge was like eat this burrito. Like <laughs> I I want eat this giant burrito or ice cream sundae or melt this block of ice with your boobies. I want I those challenges. <laughs> I'm on it. But now it's like we're going to put you in a gas chamber and light you on fire and then make you solve a puzzle as you're hanging off the side of a building. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. You're like, I'm, I'm cool. okay. I don't I'm need okay. that to define me anymore. We I have don't. Other things, I'm good. But you, I'm But you much have calmer. other things going on. So yes. that, so because you have the podcast and you are, so are you like, you are a working therapist, right? Yes. I yeah. am a marriage and family therapy associate and I work uh-huh. in private practice and now all of our sessions are online. So I work Perfect. with anybody who lives in the state of California. What do you have to say? Like, I wasn't planning on asking this. It's just, I don't know. Like, marriage and quarantine. Like, what have you know? Well, it's, it, it, it is, and Susie said it best. She said it puts a magnifying glass on anything that's going on, whether that's good or bad. And so, you know, and it's, I always tell all my clients that, uh, it's just like a metaphor I use often that we all have an emotional bank account. And we can say we start the day with like $100 in our emotional bank account. And we choose where we – and sometimes we don't even choose where we spend this money. But money is drained out of this bank account throughout yeah. the day. And so you wake up in the middle of a global pandemic and you might as well just throw $30 of that, maybe even 50 depending on your situation, just like out the window. Yeah. And then you have you know a, a – a relative who has a compromised immune system, and then you throw another 10 out. And then you've got a kid, you got to homeschool, and then you throw another 15 out. And then you have like, you know, just like the stressors from work. So you throw out another 10. And at the end of the day, you're like, dang it, I yeah. am empty. And yes. so you have to find things that like pay you back and fill your bank account, like a good relationship with a partner. That's like them giving you their emotional dollars. And you're like doing the nice exchange and it like yeah. evens out in the end. And, uh, 
And so when you're in a relationship with somebody who's maybe taking your emotional dollars and not doing anything to fill your bank account up, it can feel very draining. And at the end of the month, you're like, ooh, we're overdrawn. Yeah. No, I I like bank accounts are draining fast. That's a good way to put it, because it's funny because like I I tell like when I do, I don't know, when I get messages from spirit with the aura thing or whatever, like when I do readings, um, it's about how do you connect to spirit, you know, like and and giving to a a bottomless pit is not how you connect anything like but Mm -hmm. some people in your life are a bottomless pit. And I can see like this time period showing people that. Like, oh, my God, you know, so I think like we're seeing in the news and the media, like a lot of different couples like kind of coming to turn, like coming to end, like we saw Megan Fox and things, you know, there's like a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, we see it and it just kind of reminds us like, okay, like that, like you said, like where in my, which relationships aren't feeding me back is is a thing. Because I think, because I talk a lot about like empaths, you know, so it's like when you give to somebody, it has to be for the greater good, not just so they like take it and never get better yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. So that's, I, I feel like you do, like when you do your work, do you get feelings about people? As oh, a, for yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can't not, you know, yes. I was even, I was having this conversation with my aunt the other day because my mother, her career that she's, pr- what makes a living doing and has been doing for ma- many years, she's a psychic. My mom is too. Oh my God, we have to talk about this. Okay, but keep going. All right. So it feels like it's kind of in the genes. And I fought this for a million years, but I, and that's why I went to school to get the science behind it and to get mm-hmm. the real, like all, and you know, I was telling my, my relative the other day when I was talking about this, I'm like, you know, the kind of the differences between what yes. my mom does and what I do yeah. and how, you know, it, it is, it is very different, but you know, I use evidence-based practices that are kind yes. of more focused on what the individual can do to make changes in their life, regardless of what the people around them are going through. And, um, but there is an undeniable sense of knowing that I have about some things where it's just like, I, I'll, it'll help me know, you know, kind of like I start at the beginning of a trail with a whole bunch of different options of where to walk to get to, you know, the end goal. And it like helps kind of navigate me and decide which path I should walk down. Yeah. Like if you're not, when you first meet somebody, you're not like lost on them. You kind of see right. there. Yeah. I'm like, you're Oh, like, okay. I'll take ah, this path of, to get. Yeah. It. Like you're, you, you know, where we're going, we're just yeah. figure out the path to get there. It's kind of going to be organic or whatever, yeah. but you know, yeah. it's going to come out. And yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. For sure. And um, it's like picking up vibes and matching what their vibes are and like, absolutely okay, vibe with them in the way that they need the most. I like what you said too, about telling people like, what are you in control of? And like, how can you help yourself? Like, I feel like that's yeah. such an important message for people to understand. Like there's things you can and cannot control and you cannot control other people or yeah. certain environmental circumstances. So what are you mm-hmm. going to do? You know? And I think that's raw and that's where people get stuck and they don't want to see stuff. And, um, and that's where you come in to help them through yes. it. Yeah. yeah. We can change those thoughts you have yeah. and we can change the feelings and then we can change uh-huh. the behaviors and oh, yes. it's magic. Yeah. That's the, or that's, and that's the thing. Like I, okay. So my mom works as a psychic too, but I think the difference is with me and her is like, um, like she channels dead people. I do that too. But like my passion mm-hmm. is like really getting people to like align their life. Mm with like who they're meant to be authentically. Mm-hmm. So like, what are your patterns or what don't like, just kind of like, uh, like saying it, let's just be direct and see ourselves with the colors as like a framework. But yeah. 
I think like it's interesting that some people feel like um I don't know like knowing the future would help them and I don't think mm-hmm. it does what do you think I, I don't think it does either right. it does I that's where I feel like that too yeah. That's like my mom does things also like help find missing people. <gasps> so cool. it's 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 like that where like I can't do that. I don't I can't and that's find not myself. a therapist. Yeah. That's not a therapist. Right. Like <laughs> I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> I get lost on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> so no, I can't it's that's a different kind of thing than but you can't. Your mom, she always told you that you're psychic. Is she like, Sarah, yes. you're psychic. All the time <laughs> and since I was a child. And then I'm just annoyed. Well, and she'll be like, well, because you know you have the gift. And you know that your grandmother had the gift. And she'll say things like, just like that. She, you know you have the gift. And she'll like, like gonna challenge you on it yeah yeah and then because i was like oh mom and she was like well that's just your gift and i used to do a lot of handwriting analysis like i got really into that and so we'd be at the bank somewhere she would say that too Mm -hmm. and she goes i don't care (laughs) call it what you want read all the books you want that's that's you can you can use whatever medium to do it you just choose handwriting and she would always and i'd be like mom you get it you're ridiculous you're ridiculous i agree with her i'm like no, I'm like, yeah, she's not that ridiculous. So. No, she's not. But like, no, I can't do that, but my mom can. So like, if you see somebody sign their name or something, you get vibes I, off it. Oh, Girl, and like, I can tell you all about them. Oh my God. Like, and I'd yeah, just be like, well, that's just science because like, there's a whole like analysis to it. Of and course. She's like, my mom's like, no, it's not, Sarah. <laughs> people don't just do that. Like I did that on the challenge. I had people. I yeah. That. There I was, it's that. on the shit they should have shown Crap. from from uh uh the rivals two season i think it was rivals two or no maybe rivals one the shit they should have shown from rivals one and then i think it was in maybe one of like their best of clips so i did so i i had everybody write the same sentence i i left the room and everybody wrote down the same sentence and then i came back in i said who wrote which based on their personality and like i was like oh this person let me tell you about this person and then here's who i think this is and i was 100 percent right and ct got pissed he got so mad because i hit the i hit the nail on the head and then he was like this is this is ridiculous and then johnny got so (laughs) mad or so he was he thought it was so funny that ct got so mad and how accurate it was and and yeah it was like a whole thing and ct was just furious because i i so analyzed his handwriting and he didn't like the answer but i was right about yeah no but sometimes you'll see that too like with forensic psychologists like the ones that like figure out serial killers brains and stuff like that and I'll look at their aura colors and I'm like, but they're psychic too. Like there is a certain part of you that usually yeah. they're indigo, meaning like they have to yeah. jump into these people's brains to mm. figure out that. So, I mean, I think Ooh, that it gives and, me chills and Ooh. you can, yeah. And like when I think that's why a lot of us like the true crime sometimes, cause yeah. we're like, let me just step into that um, wow, and see cool. what was going on. Um, I think if you're sensitive and but we've figured out words for like what these energetic or magical things are. Yeah, yes. And that's just what we do as humans. And, and that's good. And it's good to have people with accreditation. So we're not just yeah. all running around Looney Tunes because you never yeah. know who you're going to talk to. <laughs> so that's important. <laughs> like like yeah. when I do readings, like I always say, like, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. And I'm not anything like that. It's just you get yeah. shares. 
And it's so funny because I'm on the other side where in therapy, I'll be like, okay, I know this sounds hippity dippity, but da 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 da. Maybe this is hippity dippity, but you have to get it here. Maybe this sounds hippity dippity, but you need to just get in line with like the vibes. So, yeah. That's funny. Um, has your mom ever made a prediction for your life that like totally came she through? cannot she cannot read me my mom says that about me too yeah she can't it's too close yeah she but she can read the too. people around me so yes. she can read like she knows every single thing about my boyfriend oh, and God. she told him like i told him when we first started dating what she said about him yeah. and he went damn she knows me better than my, i do that's and she was like that's exactly right yeah. and like she t- she's like oh yeah i already know like she knows all of the stuff about us see that's really my my mom um this this dates me a little bit but she said she's like i met my husband when i was 18 but she's mm-hmm. like you're gonna meet a guy named steve and it was my husband's name is scott but his I am name. Remember in AOL Instant Messenger? Yes. It was Steve. <laughs> what? Yeah, isn't that That's funny? That's great. Oh, my God. See, <laughs> those so kind of funny. things are so... I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love um, it. Have you ever had, like, mediumship uh, visitations or anything like that or... No, but I spent a long time trying to... Because I was really scared of that growing up because my yeah, brother would talk about that. So I spent mm-hmm. a long time saying... I don't want to see anything. 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 And so my mom was like, don't worry because you're not going to because you've said for a million years that you don't want to see anything. It will just come to you in other ways. I get, it's like the signs and the, the, it's like the coincidences and the serendipity and like synchronicity Mm -hmm. in my life is laughable. That's laughable. Like like a lot of numbers and stuff. It's more like I have to be very careful what I say out loud because like like yesterday i got a, my first ticket oh. speeding ticket in like 1 million billion years yeah literally 30 seconds after i'm driving in the car with my aunt and and you know she's like slow down and i'm like yeah. listen aunt peggy i've been driving i i'm fine i have never been in one car accident i've ne- i have had one ticket my entire life i haven't had a ticket in a million years i you don't need to worry. I'm totally fine. And the universe and like gave her this and was getting a little snarky attitude. And the universe yeah. was like, okay, let me We're gonna show something. <laughs> 30 seconds later, oh the God. one time I like never speed and I got a ticket and I was like, okay, I get it. So I get those very big like yeah. lessons where like, it's like be so, you yeah. know, yeah. Or like, you know, I, I, I hope for something and wish for something, but I'm not very specific and I'll get something that's like, you know very close to it like like yeah. even like growing then my mom would say this too like she wanted the kitchen remodeled and was like oh, i really want this kitchen remodeled and then a pipe burst and so we were fo- forced to have the kitchen remodeled. that's crazy you know it'll yes. be stuff like that so you got to get like really specific yeah. you know that's how the oh, universe i, I want to trip up to cambria well then my aunt falls ill and then we go up there and have to pick her up yeah. and i was like well i should have yeah. said i want to trip up there on my own planning it's for relaxation and a vacation yeah, yeah. yeah. so i have to like, get better i have to get more specific about what i asked the universe somebody told me once and i love this it was one of my clients actually um i was like a lesson from her grandma she said when you pray to god be very specific like, yeah. and so she said that's how she manifested her husband 
<laughs> and she said she fe- she was so specific about it from head to toe to his endowment size. <laughs> That's a big important, got, well, <laughs> hopefully big important thing. Yeah, that, that, it was, that, I guess it was because she was happy. Yeah. And she said, I was so specific because you, she said you have to be specific when you pray to God, but it's just another way to say like, you're a good manifester, but yeah. Yeah. I bet your mom's not yellow. I bet your mom's more like purple blue. I'd have to see a picture of her. Yeah. yeah. I bet she's more She has purple, none blue. of those scaffolding putting up. She's just no. like, yeah. it's just out there. It is like, there's no boundaries to her. Right. Yeah. I yeah. bet she's more purple blue. And just because like your sure. yellow is so organized and logical. And like, oh, yeah. she has find, none of that. <laughs> yeah. Let's find names for this so it fits in society. But I think when you grow up with a psychic parent, what happens yeah. is you, you see how people perceive it and you. Yep. And you don't want to, because I fought it for a long time too. It's like, I was a teacher for a while. I was like, you you don't want to live like that because people have such misconceptions about it. And there Mm -hmm. are a lot of frauds out there. So you, you yeah, yeah, so you don't want to get like lumped in with them. But um, but that's so cool because I never meet anybody with like a psychic mom. Me either. That's crazy. Do you do any sort of like, um, I don't know, like ritualistic things or like psychic things in your life? Yeah, um, I like, and this is so silly that that I can't even believe I'm saying this, even that because my supervisor was the one who who my mom told me forever, like I was having a hard time separating um, like the feelings of my clients with me when oh. I first started. Yeah. So my mom was like, "Well, you need to get some crystals. You need some hemite. <laughs> you need some. You need some black tourmaline." And I was like, oh, God, Mom, I know. I need, like, some real tools. And then I go to my supervisor, and I'm like, I'm having all these problems. She's like, you should probably get some crystals. And I was like, oh, for Pete's sake. Even my supervisors are telling me, I guess I should get some. So I do a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I have, like, a little I have like yeah, little like jars that I keep in yeah. my, my pockets. That, yeah, like, you have and to. I, yes. And my, I, sure, I always wear a, 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 a hemite ring when I do oh, sessions. Yes. And about every three weeks, they'll break. And yes, so, they crack. Yes. Yeah. Oh my it's like god! I can't even take you, it. You're absorbing so much stuff. Yeah, oh and god, then I realized, yeah. and after like the third or fourth one broke, I was like, "Oh, this is the thing." Because yeah. there's no way no, I have another one that that's the same kind of ring, and it never breaks. It's like, yeah, what the hell? No, I know so, that's like a whole thing. Like when they crack or whatever, yeah. it's like, oh my god, um, so it's like, man. it is. Oh my god, sometimes. <laughs> but on your podcast, you guys talk a lot about like. Well, explain to us what you talk like. It's a lot like the pop culture, and you guys are like very yes. science based too. Yes. And it's a cool mashup, which is why I like it. So, explain that. Yeah. So, we try to talk about interesting things in, uh, you know, pop culture, interesting yeah. things in science, interesting things in, you know, pretty much any category that, that you know, is a, a something good topic for discussion yeah and there's just so much out there and we're like always we just want to laugh and learn and you know <laughs> Susie and I call ourselves lifeline lifetime learners mm-hmm. so we're all just like thirsty for info and yeah. we're already doing all this you know seeking out of information and finding interesting things and sharing it with each other yeah I figured might as well just like record it and share it with everybody else too and then we have wonderful fans that uh, send us info and like good leads on stories and things like that as well and we just like talk about you know badass bitches and we talk about like a lot of gender and like you know equality issues Mm -hmm. and you know just trying to have some fun in the meantime i like that she's yellow too it's like a real yellow podcast it's like for yellow people she's very yellow that i (laughs) 
that makes sense. I've always been really good friends with yellow people just because I'm not, I'm more like your mom. Like, what? Like, like, for me, I like having opposite relationships a lot just to try to, like, organize myself or, like, you know, Mm. framework it or get different perspectives. So that's what I get out of your podcast. I get a lot of, like, information and and whatnot. I I feel like, um, I was going to say something with that. She's yellow too. I forget. But I get like what you're talking about with, I think, putting stuff together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the whole stuff in the media and how to like almost like transmute that energy for the rest Mm -hmm. of us to kind of use in our daily lives. Mm -hmm. Because how many of us are reading research-based articles, honestly? Right. You know, like how many of us are picking, are like going to the Library of Congress and like looking up the actual facts or this? I mean, it's just not realistic to ask people to do that, even though you should always check your sources and things like that. So that's why I feel like podcasts like yours are really important because like, you will say like, here are all the sides of things yeah, in a way that's like research-based, yes. but also we can laugh about it too. And then yes. say all the fun stuff yes. with, with my aura thing. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of synesthesia. Like, I, I have it. I have color graphemase synesthesia where numbers are colors. So what color is like, like I'm really bad. Well, one is like a gray and three is like a blue. Oh my God. Now, is it yeah. like that for everybody? Is like with people with synesthesia? No, it's different colors for it, different forever. Okay. It's different colors for, for whoever. I've always wondered, is that what I have? Yeah. You know, yeah. but like I see it with people's personalities or, or energies yeah. instead of like yeah. numbers or something. And synesthesia is, is limited to like the senses, like the five senses. Okay. So you can say it's almost like a sixth sense synesthesia. Yes. Yeah, it's just I've always wondered because I I truly do see colors around people. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, is this like a brain issue? Except I'll just, so like, am cool. I okay? Except I also get messages like when I tune in and do a session, yes. like I get messages yes. too, but like that are like um not related to color at all. But like I've often wondered like this has I can't be I know I'm not the only one that does it because like a lot of kids will see it see colors the same way oh. I do. You it gives me chills. I love you it. You project so much. Like you're very extreme. Like you're, um, like you're very. I, I like some people like wear their colors. Everybody wears their colors differently. Like you are very bright yellow, but then you're also like very bright purple. So I feel like if you ask a little kid, they might give you like one of those two colors. Like, oh, that's cool. You should do that. I will. <laughs> Just like ask a four year old. I love that. I? I love that. My mom used to do that. My mom used to go up a different. She used to go up to a chi- little kids and she would yes. go, where, where do you come from? Oh, yes. And they would always go like this. My God. I she would chills. ask little babies like right before they can like, they're mm-hmm. before they learn how to talk, but yes. like right. And you just go, where, where did you just come from? Where were you? And they'll always just go point oh up. I just God. point it up for the people who are listening. I yes. love that. Isn't that the cutest thing in the whole it world? Is. They That's always, like the- always, 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 they don't point to their mom's tummy. They don't no. do anything. They only point up. Oh, oh. Yeah, we all got to try that. That is so it's cool. It's the cutest, sweetest thing. I can't. Where's the baby? Give me a baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby. Baby, um, baby. So you're dating a new guy, right? Yes. But he's, he's not new, is he? Like he's how old? not. No. We have known each other for 12 years, 13 years now, something like that. But oh we gosh. met at summer camp. What's that? Like what summer camp? Like what you guys like, like, what's that? We went to we Are went to the what 
<laughs> right? We went to, we went, we were, well, we were at the time. Um, and he's a little oh bit God. younger than me. Yes. Like when you were actual kid. Okay. Yes. 12 I- years ago, he was a camper and I was just starting. He was like, yeah, he was a camper and I was Aww. either like a, a counselor in training or just about to be a counselor. And then later he became a counselor and I was, and we were counselors at the same summer camp together. I'm creeping and, on you right now. And the, the cutest, oh, he's the, he's the cutest, most handsome thing you'll ever see in the whole world and the I sweetest and most kind. And uh, yeah, and it was really cute. We uh, about, what was it? It must've been like seven, eight years ago or so. We had a camp Christmas party and he got my secret Santa gift and he still has it to this day. And when we started oh dating, God. he was like, I still have your secret Santa gift. And so it's still in our house. So it's That's like so a little sweet. like shaker bottle for, uh, for mixed drinks. And now we use it. And I'm like, I can't believe that you have the, it's, it's very magical. I love That's him so like much. Soulmate my, stuff. Yeah, it, like, oh, he's my soulmate. Yeah. It's a hundred percent for sure. Yeah. Like I know it. Like, and my grandma, my grandma's very, I always, she was very, very close to me. Mm-hmm. And um, when she passed, she loved birds, loved them. And when she passed away, her very last words were, look for me in the birds. Oh my and God. His, his name is Wren. And so he's a bird oh, and he's my, my little bird. And he, so it's like perfect. And I feel like he's who my grandma wanted, always wanted me to be with. You're gonna, like, I'm about to cry. Like, that's yeah, so beautiful. It's the sweetest. We definitely, I, he's my soulmate in my person. We know it. And we're like, you know. Very See, much that, that makes so. me happy. No, that makes me happy. I creeped on your Instagram because, you know, I'm a creeper and that's what I do. And now I see, I saw it. I'm looking at this picture right there. Yes. That one. Oh, look at him. He has such a gentle vibration to him. Oh, he's like, the most gentle soul. He's so peaceful and calm and gentle. And you know what? He's green. He's got, um, he's got like a green blue aura. But you know mm. what I feel like he does for you? He lets, he gives you space to be you and without... Yes. Without, like, when I think when you're talking about people taking, you know, mm-hmm. without giving, I feel like he doesn't do that. Like, he doesn't do that. I, you guys have such, yeah. like, um, a mutual par- partner. Like, I just see the vibes yes. of him very mutual. Mm. You're way more purple around him than yellow oh, in your pictures. <laughs> he feels like he's very, like, on top of his life, though. Like, very yeah. Oh, he is. And he very much like- so. He feels a little micromanagey, but not in like a bad way, yeah. more like this is green, so accurate in a this green person so good. way. Like it's yes. like like green people can get like really weird about like certain elements of organization and their This life. is very true. Yeah. <laughs> and I and that feels like him. Although he does feel very entrepreneurial too. He totally is. Yes. yes. Okay. And I feel like he's uh, passionate and he does so he, he, yeah, and he feels like he he has his own stuff that he's like interested in. Usually greens can be workaholics, but in a good way, in a good way. Yes. But he feels he's like passionate he, about his business. That's yes. Sure. And he yes. feels like a nature dude. Like he, he loves totally nature. Totally is. That's yes. awesome. Oh my God. I love you guys together. Thank you. I love us together too. Sarah, <laughs> thank you so much for like taking time out of your busy day. Oh my from gosh. Talking thank to you. people and helping them in their relationships and coming on and like letting me fangirl on you and <laughs> this is great this is like warmed my heart today and you like made my like cheeks feel like they got a good exercise i've been smiling Yay! so much i love that and i'm so happy that you're yellow and that you're on and you gave us like that like, yellow perspective which i really appreciate um, so where can we find you? Tell us everything. Oh yeah. Um, you can, uh, if you're interested in any therapy sessions, anything like that, I do family, couple, individual children's, um, at Sarah at solutions, 
uh, oc.com. You can email me or just check out Solutions OC uh, online. And you can check out the Brain Candy podcast where we have a bunch of merch. We have so much fun stuff. We have a book club, a monthly book club. Um, it's really fun. We meet on Zoom and it's fantastic. <laughs> and there's that. like tears and laughter and it's great and wine and it's lovely. And uh, you can follow me on social media, on Instagram and everywhere at I'm Sarah Rice. Thank you so much, Sarah. Hey, Scott. Hey, so uh, I spent some time with my palm. Yeah. You know, depressed. Sorry. But uh, how did you, you know, very depressed. How did your uh, interview go? It was great. And you know what the coolest thing about it was? Mm. Well, in my mind, because I never meet anybody like this. We both, we have something in common. We both have psychic mothers. Really? Who are practicing medium psychics. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. What is your, like, tell everybody what your experience is, like, you know, dating, like, when you first found out. Because I didn't tell you right away. No. Um, yeah, I mean, it was very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I had, like, you know, I, I mean, I had no, I didn't even know what, I don't, I don't even think I knew what a psychic was. <laughs> right. Like, if you asked me, like, what a psychic was back then, I would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it was very interesting because I had no idea what happened. I didn't know what it was. So I do recall, like... You know, leaving your house sometimes. Well, go back even go further. Back I didn't tell you. No, you didn't tell me. Until like three months in. Yeah. And I think you saw clues. You were like, why are there people in your house and we can't be in there? Like when yeah. my mom was doing readings and you didn't quite understand it and your red aura was like, what is wrong with that? Yeah. I didn't, well, I wouldn't know what, I didn't know the term reading. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. So I wouldn't even, I didn't, I was like, yeah, I didn't know what anyone did in your house. I knew you guys had a lot of animals. That you guys kept. Um, yeah. I, it was weird. It was weird because, like, if, in your living room, your old living room, your old house, one of, one of many houses that you lived in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, we won't get into that. But uh, one room in your house, the living room, it was very, like, it was very calm and it was like a room you always wanted to be in. Yeah. So, like, I always uh, wanted to be in that room. We got that a lot. Yeah, and I thought that was strange, but I didn't know what that was. And everybody else would mention that too, like this room feels like home, and yeah. they wouldn't leave and stuff. Yeah. So then I guess you told you must. Have, I don't remember when you told me that she was a psychic. It was like three months in. Yeah, I didn't know what that was, and I said, "All right, well, I'll give you a test." This is the only thing I remember, like testing her. And I, I wrote, "Well, if you're if you're a psychic," and she told me what a psychic was. And I'm like, "If you well, if you're a psychic, what was my dog? You emailed childhood dog. me. Yeah, I emailed you. Right. What is my dog that passed?" name because you were in um back home in long island visiting at that time right so you emailed me and asked me that question yes and i asked a question and i got a one-word response c-o-c-o which is coco no c-o-c-o-a well whatever yeah uh whatever. But, yeah. no that's coco. an important part yeah because you said she even spelled it the right way oh yeah yeah she spelled it the right way yeah um because i asked so. my mom I'm like hey what was scott's childhood dog's name and she's just like coco yeah, <laughs> and I then I wrote to you one line, Coco. Yeah, and then I used to work at JC Penney's, and you called me. This is before cell phones, you guys. This is like email. You had to be at your computer that was in the living room because everybody shared it. Right, like this was back in two thousand. Yeah, what do we mean? Yeah, two thousand. So like, I just have to give the story effect. Like, you call me at JC Penney's on my cashier phone, and you're like, "What? What? How did you know? How did you know?" And you were really freaked out. I was, and then I spent like hours trying to think. Did I ever tell her? I must have told her. We had to have a conversation about this. I must have mentioned it in passing. There's no way she could have known that. And we were new. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. and what do you, what's your experience just like 
after you knew that, you were really kind of freaked out because oh. you, you went through all the stereotypes, I think. Yeah, I was a little freaked out. I was like, I always wondered, like, was your mom a witch? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. I, so I thought maybe she was a witch. Uh, I thought your house flew away. Like, you know, in, like, Wizard of Oz. Like, you know how, like, the, the Wicked Witch in the house <laughs> spins. And like, felt, you thought we weren't real. Yeah, I thought it, like, disappeared. Like, so, like we were what, another dimension. So there was a couple of times, where, like, I drove out of your driveway. And then I lurked back in the car. You know, I was in the car. And I lurked back just to see if the house would disappear. So you thought we were magical beings? Yeah. Wow. That's, I thought it was, like, the time warp. You know, like, the, the house, the castle that just disappears. Okay. In the, in the uh, Rocky Horror Show. So I thought that. Um, I saw a lot of like weird things in your house. Yeah, that I could not explain. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, that was like, yeah, explain that one time. Yeah, the one, the weirdest one was there was a you had a table and there was like just a glass statue on the table, and I was just looking at it, and all of a sudden I saw the statue go across the table and fall onto the floor. <laughs> like I, like <laughs> I had no idea. Like how did that happen? Yeah, like it wasn't mechanical or anything. It was just no. a glass statue. It literally, I saw it go across the table and fall on the floor. That's crazy. Yeah, that freaked me out. Yeah. So, and then you had all the cats. We did have, when you met me, we had six cats, a chicken. Yeah. We had a bunny. So, you know, it was, it was like a little unsettling. Yeah, we were a little weird growing yeah. up. Yeah. But it was, it was, we also had fun. I had a lot of fun with it because like your mom would do, pri- uh, I remember she always do like a party on a Friday night. And your mom is like mostly retired now, but uh, yeah. she used to do like parties on a Friday night. Yeah, she'd do like, yeah, yeah, reading parties at and, people's houses. And then we would have like our own party. Yeah, like my <laughs> with dad your, and with your you dad, and me yeah. and my sister. Yeah, where we'd get like, uh, pe- like pizza and like, wigs and we'd, yeah. just, you know, we'd watch movies, like bad movies and uh, parties. So it was always good because every Friday night she had a psychic party and we had our own party in that room that I like so much. So It was interesting because Sarah kept saying, like we had a lot of similarities because her mom always told her, like, you have the gift, you have the gift. And my mom always yes. would tell me that too. She did. And I would be like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I Whatever. I don't want to do it. But it's funny because like Sarah is a therapist. Right. You know, which in a way is, you know, there's science behind it, but it's helping people with intuition in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then I finally picked up it in my own way. So yeah. it's interesting because her mom always tells her the same thing that I got told, like, growing up. And also, like, she's too close to read because my mom always always say that yes. to me. Like, oh, I can't read you. You're too close to me. And um, But she could read you. And just, like, yeah. Sarah's mom read all, like, her new boyfriend, you know. So it's funny because it's, like, all these similarities. Yeah, no, She so yeah. talks a lot about that. Yeah, no, she she definitely has gotten stuff. Over the years, like, I can't explain how she would know these things. I remember once when you worked at Domino's, you wanted to find out. Because my mom's more object interpretation. Uh So I remember, than I am, I'm more picture interpretation. So I remember once um, you were like, I want to find out if I'm a manager at Domino's. Yeah. And my mom was like, well, bring me a personal effect of his. And you didn't find one except you brought his thrown out lunch from McDonald's that you took from the trash and brought it to her. to read and she like without even a, missing a beat like she put her hands on it and she was like telling you all this stuff about him yeah because you just wanted to see like yeah. i don't know god knows what your 3d issues were at the time at oh. domino's oh my god why you, why you needed to know about the manager I, i'm gonna tell you honestly my favorite psychic trick whatever you want to believe you know whatever you want to call it of your mom's though yeah and you know is the freezer oh I, the I freezer love the freezer now, oh yeah what your mom does you know, you just, you know, for me or whatever, over the years, I've asked her a couple people, you know, whether you believe this, <laughs> whether you believe this or not, but if you want someone gone out of your life forever, forever, you tell Mystic McCalla's mom 
<laughs> and she'll write it like I don't know what she does. She does like this weird ceremony. She does a whole ceremony. Yeah, I'll do the whole ceremony. I kind of it's snuck scary it on to it. watch it. Yeah, she gets this paper. She writes, I think, the name on it. She crumples it up. She starts like speaking tongue, like I know, I know, I know, yo, yo. I don't know what you're yeah, saying. Like American some, some or stuff like that. that no, not Native American. It's like it's like weird languages. <laughs> okay, like Sumerian. And oh my. yeah, yeah. And then and then like all you know, she'll take it and she does weird things with it, and then she'll throw it into the freezer. Deep in, and like you could go deep in the freezer oh, yeah. behind the ice bucket and all oh, that yeah. stuff, and then you're no joke. Within like days, something it always to this works. Person. Or this person, you'll never hear from them. She doesn't again. do it to hurt them. She does it to get them away. Yeah, like just go away. Yeah. And like when they moved um, houses, like. Well, like, you know, sometimes you have to move freezers or yeah. whatever. There is a bag of the freezer people. Oh, my God. And, like, we're all scared to touch it. And my mom's like, don't touch the names. Yeah. And like, only she can do it uh, and, and move them. And then you have to put them in the new part of the freezer. Yeah. And we're all freaking, like, you go in there for a flipping fudge to call. <laughs> and there's this bag of, of, like, just crumpled up papers. And yeah. you're like, oh, God, the yeah. freezer it, names. It, like, you don't want to oh, touch yeah. it. No. I mean, I've asked her, like, if something bad goes wrong in my life, sometimes I ask her, did you put me in the freezer? <laughs> and, you know, I think for, like, I think I was not in, I, I never think she's put me in the deep freeze, mm. what she calls it. Yeah. I think I've been in the light freeze. She says it only works, like, if yeah. they're supposed to be gone anyways. Yeah. And, um, but my issue with doing that is, like, there's, uh, there is a law of the universe. Right. Of what you put Get out back. comes back to you three times. Ooh. So, I personally... Don't want anything back three times unless it's good. Right. So, I don't know. That's the freezer. Yeah. The but freezer it, trick. Go, and she threatens, too. She's like, oh, yeah. be good or I'll put you in the freezer. Oh, no. I, hey. That, I heard that growing up. Oh, she's telling me. She's like, I'll put you in the freezer. It might not work because, like, I mean, you're okay. Yeah. I think she's put me in the freezer. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Maybe after uh, 45 yeah. years of age, you'll go in the freezer. Yeah. And that's why your health line yeah. shows up then. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, I think I have people I know that she's put in the freezer that maybe you shouldn't, uh, you know, want in the freezer. But, the you freezer. know, it's funny because if you actually did like a search and you went out and find these people, you'd find they have all like broken legs, like missing body parts. She does, <laughs> she she doesn't do it so harm comes. No, she does it so they go away. No, no. She'll put someone in the freezer and, and then like the next day you'll be, they'll be like, oh, that person, uh, that person was in a car accident no, yesterday. That's, that's true. I've seen that. Somebody threatened me once um, legally a long time ago. You remember, I won't go into it, but it was like really scary. And my mom put this person in the freezer and they got picked up for uh, something illegal, like with the federal government. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, and that happened three days after she put him in the freezer. I know. I mean, we, we remember. It wasn't we, any, like they threatened me about something with the house or something. Yeah. And we had that one contract with the old house we were going to buy in Buffalo. That yeah. was a bad deal. The guy was oh trying God, to it was awful. rip us off. It was so stressful. And, he just went know, away. He just went away. Your mom he, just put, dis- he disappeared. She threw him in the freezer, and he was gone. He just let it go. He, it he let gone. it go. Yeah. Yeah. After all this with lawyers and yeah, all that nonsense. He just let it go. Gone. Yeah. Crazy. But I don't think he died. I think he just let no, it go. No, no. He, I think he, he might have got like middle freeze. I don't know. That was before you can stalk people on social media. Yeah, he didn't, so get, he didn't get the death freeze. So anyways, freezer. Anyway. It's kind of scary. Yeah. But I think when you grow up in like a psychic family, like stuff like that, like we had like like we like I've talked about like we grew yeah. up in haunted house and like just weird stuff would always happen or or whatnot. So anyways, that was kind of cool and like I liked hearing about her. Is her now your mom's pretty much retired now. Is your is uh She still practices. Her mom still practices. Yeah, and she helps um police uh find missing people and things like that. 
Okay. Which is cool. I suck That's at location. Really cool. Yeah. So I can't do that. Like, because okay. I don't even know where I am physically in this moment. <laughs> true. <laughs> like, which way is north? I don't know. But she can do location stuff, which oh, I think is super cool. Okay. Neat. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. All right. Thank you guys for listening. I always appreciate you. This podcast is for you and about you. And I appreciate your feedback and your love and your support. Take care, guys. Bye.